Welcome, Fivers, to another episode of High Five the Podcast, the movie podcast for people who like other stuff too. On this week's episode, your hosts Q and J dive into some of your favorite movies and hopefully talk about some of your favorites too. Feel free to yell at your speakers while we ignore your favorites, or you could just tweet at us with your choices. Like an adult. Now let's join Q and J in the writer's room as they dive in. Fair warning, this podcast may contain spoilers for movies that came out 20 years ago, but at this point, that's really your fault. And now, on with the show. In 1972, a crack commando unit was sent to prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from a maximum security stockade to the Los Angeles underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the A-Team. Oh! Righty, Fivers. It's time, yet again, for another Top 5 episode of High Five, the podcast, with your hosts, Q and Jay. You're not Jay. Yes, this week, performing the role of Jay is Jay. <laughs> Perfect. Excellent. So, the lights have gone down low, Q. Right. We're getting ready basically for another musical episode. Sure. I just want to prep people ahead of time. There's going to be a lot of singing, a lot of dancing, and a lot of having fucking sex. So put on your Wait. headphones. <laughs> put on your headphone condoms. Take your pants off. And let's sing some motherfucking TV show theme songs. And high five. High five. Should we high five? High five. High five. High five. High five. High five, son. Woo. High five. Don't let me hang it. After no messages, we're back. We're back on the podcast to talk about TV show theme songs. <laughs> for a second, for whatever reason, and it wouldn't have made sense at all, but I thought you were going to say titties. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, back on the podcast to talk about titties. <laughs> I was like, that's weird. Why? We don't talk about titties in almost any episode. Why would I talk about that's not true? We talked about titties quite a bit in the last episode. That's actually that's because you I believe you even recapped the movie by being like seen titties. That's seen titties. In fairness, Fifty Shades Freed. That's pretty much the only thing about that movie that anyone is worth talking about. Right. Titties? Titties. Oh, wait, excuse, pardon my French. Gazongas. And there was apparently a helicopter incident. There was a helicopter so, incident. So there was that. And but then no, more titties. In most, in most cases, we try to avoid the salacious. We try to get past that outer layer of nonsense, if, we, if you need to, and get to the deep root of the matter of what of, cinema can truly do for society and our economic culture. And, and so, by doing that, we're going to talk about... TV show theme songs. Insert symbol crash. No one can see my like maraca hands. <laughs> no, they can't. But I'm enjoying but, uh, it. So please keep it up. But so so for you know for everyone who hasn't picked up uh, 
on the episode theme so far. We're gonna <laughs> You're an idiot. To, yeah, we're going to be talking about top five TV show theme songs, which means most likely your favorites will be mentioned. So you better be ready to sing along with us because we're totally going to sing along for some of these. Yeah, totally. Now, here's the deal. If you're in your car, crank your speakers. Oh, man. Let everybody see you singing in the top of your lungs. And if you're wearing headphones, sing openly wherever you are. Whether you're at work, whether you're at a morgue, whether you're at <laughs> someone say, else's wedding. Mm-hmm. Someone um, else's, an uninvited guest yeah. at someone else's wedding. If you're wedding. crashing a wedding, even better. Now, what sure. I would say, I would add to Q's uh, note, if you're in your car, crank up the speaker, close your eyes, and just sing. Sing like nobody's watching. Sing like you're not behind the wheel right. of, a, of, a, of a half-ton car. But actually, maybe not close your eyes. No, close them. <laughs> no. Maybe. I don't know that high fives should go on the record as endorsing closing your eyes while driving. You know what? It's, it's, it's your own body. It's your own choice. I'm pro-choice. So close your eyes. Perfect. And sing if you Perfect. want to. Perfect. I like that. Yeah. That's fine. So high five stance is be unsafe if you want to. Hey, it's up to you, man. Live your life. You can dance if you want to. <laughs> you can leave your friends behind. But if you don't dance, and if they don't dance, then you're no friend of mine. <sighs> or high five. So safety dance. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that was well done. High five. Thank on you. That. Thank Woohoo! You. Oh, uh, so speaking of sing-alongs and singing tunes and singing things, can you, in song only, recap your viewing week for me, please? Oh, so what I've seen. Yes. Okay, so do I need to do it like in a style of a particular song? Preferably in your generic style, which you always <laughs> default to when you sing a generic thing to no tone. <laughs> okay. So please do that. Okay, so what I've watched in the past week, uh, you said you didn't watch anything before we yeah, started recording. I didn't. So uh, here's what we watched. Uh, we watched Table 19, which was just okay and start Anna Kendrick. We also watched... <laughs> When we first met the Netflix original, you should probably give it a shot. Other than that, we watched The Florida Project, and it was awesome in so many ways. Ooh. Maybe one of the best movies of last year. (laughs) Oh, God. That was good. And speaking of music, we also watched Coco, Coco, Coco. (laughs) Now, just for Coco. clarification, Coco. this is Coco. Yeah, Coco. The, the Pixar movie. <laughs> the Pixar movie. We also watched The Foreigner with Jackie Chan, and it's a skip. <laughs> so don't watch that one. I mean, it's... What it's, about Coco? Coco was great. It was beautiful. Coco was not only, like, visually gorgeous, but, like... Real like a good ass story. Now again, I'm not surprised that Pixar movies like make me emotional and sure. you know hit at my heartstrings anymore because right. it's pretty much 100. percent Yeah, but man, this one was really good. Yeah, uh, I I didn't truly predict the twist okay. at the end uh-huh, uh-huh. until about 15 minutes before they were going to reveal it, and then you're like, oh, and they were like. Oh, I bet this is what kind of thing. Like, and I'm okay. not going to spoil it for anybody because it's a pretty cool twist. Sure. Um, Spoiler, everyone dies. Yeah. Everyone is dead <laughs> in this. Um, but man, no, I really I really did like it. There were some truly emotional moments. The, I mean, if nothing else, it looked spectacular. And you know what's weird about that is in all of the movie trailers and everything that I saw for that movie before it came out, 
it actually didn't spark my interest at all. Like normally Pixar is a like I'm in for mm-hmm. whatever they're doing, I'm on board. But every once in a while they'll hit and do a movie that I'm not really like in like perfect example, The Good Dinosaur. When I saw that That was Pixar? I didn't think that was Pixar. I'm pretty sure that was Pixar. You, you we'll keep double talking check it. and I you can look Um but when the trailer dropped for that, I wasn't really like I didn't care. I don't know. It didn't it didn't do what it want what I wanted it to do for me. Yep, that's totally Pixar and, and I forgot totally forgettable. That forgettable, right? Totally it's forgettable. It's I forgot it yes. that it was a Pixar movie. I was going to say they've pretty much outside of sequels never hit a bad one, but that's because I forgot about this one. Right. And it's not that it was a bad movie, it's just that I honestly can't remember it at all. At all. I, and I actually think I'm pretty sure we've we've watched it. Um I definitely watched it. Now, what I will say about Pixar, one thing they're good at, and it might be a detriment in this particular case, is they usually bury the lead. Like, none of their trailers sure. are these exposition-heavy trailers like we see nowadays. Like, most, oh, for most sure. trailers you can watch and be like, I know exactly What's what, that, what that movie is. Right. Pixar's always really done the, you only get a teaser look. I remember when the WALL-E trailers came out. Sure. And it was nothing about that movie. Oh, was given away totally. in those trailers. It was just so kind of like, huh, I'm intrigued by that premise. I think the main thing about Coco that initially intrigued me was that looks a lot like that Guillermo del Toro movie, Book of Life. Yeah. And I really liked Book of Life. Book of Life is great. And so I was interested to see how the subject matter would compare. To be fair, totally different movies. Totally different. It's, it's hard to compare them. I, I probably liked them equally. I would I would agree with that. I really liked Book of Life. I think Coco looked a little better. It was a bit more sure. epic and magical. But it also had a different art style. It did. Too. And I loved the 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 playing of the different art styles in Book of Life, like going from the wooden figurines to the actual exactly. like animation style. Sure. I really liked that. And you could tell it had the Guillermo del Toro flair and gets sure. pretty epic near the end. But I mean, all in all, it was it was great. Now I will say I can't recommend highly enough the Florida project. It Well, I don't even know what that is about. Why don't you break that down? It's for not me? it's kind of I would almost describe it as mumblecore, but it's not. It feels very, very indie. Um, okay. Do you remember when Tangerine came out a couple of years oh, ago? Yeah. It was like a uh-huh. big deal because the guy filmed it all on an iPhone. iPhone, And yeah. like one of the main characters was a trans actress that actually yes. was a trans actress. Yes. Same director. Oh, but okay. Basically, the premise is it's at this uh, hotel in Orlando, Florida that's a little ways outside of Orlando proper. Okay. So it's kind of this like rundown, cheesy themed hotel. It's called like the Magic Castle or something like that to trick tourists into staying there. But basically, it's just a lot of near homeless people that live there. So it's sort of like interesting a project, sure. you know, that you would see. But you know, they can only stay there twenty nine days out of the month, or they you know would establish residency. Oh, Willem Dafoe is the manager of the hotel, and he kind of has this like bantering, bickering, contentious relationship with everybody there. And it's just sort of about their existence. It really follows this one main girl and her mom as they're scraping by to pay the rent and survive. And it's just, it's, if Willem Dafoe hadn't been in it, I could have made the case to you that it's a documentary and you'd probably believe me. Well, I'm going to be honest in, 
the what very 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 little that I knew about this movie, which is almost nothing, I thought it was a documentary. Yeah, it feels that way, um, and it's it's just great. It's it's there's not really a story or a plot that I could expouse upon. It's just sure. the people that live there, the things they go through in their life, and then there are a couple like big moments that happen near the end. Sure, uh, one cool thing that does happen for anyone who's seen it. Uh, at the very end of the movie, the very, very end. Spoiler alert? No, not really. Okay. The two little girls are in Magic Kingdom. Oh. So they're in Disney World. Sure. They filmed in Disney World with an iPhone in secret. Because oh, cool. Disney doesn't allow you to film sure. there. So it's kind of like that Escape from Tomorrowland That's movie. That's kind of become all the rage. There's actually another movie, too, that recently was filmed completely inside... Disney World without the knowledge yeah. of Disney. Now this one isn't their complete. Sure, it's I'm just saying like, like that seems to be a very like minutes. in thing. It's like how can we get past Disney? <laughs> right. But man, it was great. Like I would, I would stick highly, it to the mouse. I would highly recommend it to you and anybody else that's out there. I think it's one of the most heartfelt movies um, of last year. All right. And just I don't know the way that it's not a big production but still feels impactful. Sure, it's really good. And man. The, the the kid actors in it crushed it crushed it and these and when I say kid actors I'm talking like six and seven what crushed it interesting awesome I will check it out so, on your recommendation so definitely um cool well that sounds like you've had a pretty eventful week mine was pretty uneventful work 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 um work, as Rihanna work, 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 as Rihanna would say or more more like work 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 work, work. Um, so I didn't really have a lot of time to do a lot of watching of anything. Right. Did you get um, any further in Altered Carbon? We still haven't started I didn't. that. I'm like two, three episodes in, I okay. think. And uh, it's pretty good. We talked about starting it on your recommendation. Yeah. I think we're going to. It's pretty good. Visually, it it's super cool. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, but I, I don't know. Yeah. It's just been busy. You know? Yeah. Life well, life has been busy. You know what? Sometimes and I haven't gotten get those... to watch as much as I would like. And, you know, we had to put this list together. Mm. So now, this was tough. fun, though. It was fun, but you told me before that you had a really tough time with this I one. did have a tough time only because... You always because... wanted to break this into a two-parter episode. And I think well, I still might push us to do a two-part episode. This is TV theme songs. Top five TV theme songs. Right. I don't know if anybody knows this, but TV's been on for quite some time. At and there's least 10 years. At least 10 years. Uh, easily. There's at least been 25 shows. At least. Easily. And that means that there has been at least 23 original theme songs. That's true. And I'm glad you said original because we did talk about we this. We did. And we narrowed it down. So if for viewers that are following at home, what we did is we actually narrowed- <laughs> That's hilarious. Nobody's following at home. <laughs> We uh we restricted ourselves to theme songs that were unique and written for the shows that they are, are there for. So, mm, totally. for instance, the, the example I gave you that I would have eliminated was the Wonder Years. Sure. Because they used Joe Cocker's, you know, Have a Little Faith in My Friends. Right, 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 right. Um, and so, you know, it was, it was a radio single. They just used it for the Wonder Years. And to or, be fair, I rebutted with, what about the Friends theme song? Yeah. Because I was curious. Which I had an argument for and against, so it could be on our lists. Right. We left that one as a wild card. Okay. But like cops would be out. 
Says that bad bad boys bad song boys, was bad on the radio. Boys. What uh, you gonna do? Sadly for me, Golden Girls is out. Oh yeah. The, you know. Thank you for being a friend. Yeah, because that was a song like thirty years before that just got re-recorded for this show. Right. So we 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 tried to narrow it down as much as we could. Sure. Um, I actually came up with pretty strict parameters for myself to help. As per usual. That's you, how very J of you. I know. But did you? I mean, how did you choose these? Uh, you, I picked my top five favorite shows and basically like the put the theme songs the for them. Uh-huh. As I... How very Q of me. <laughs> uh, yeah. As with most of our lists, ultimately it just came down to theme songs that I enjoy the most. Right. They're ones that will... Pop into my head often. I'll find right. myself humming them or singing them for whatever reasons, and they're and they're ones that usually I connect with in some sort of tangential f- way throughout sure. my life. Something about this song has meant something to me, so I pick from a very like emotional, engaged standpoint. As you normally <laughs> do choose, the exact opposite. right? From a very analytical standpoint, yeah. but that's what makes us good partners. That's the yin and yang, the that's peppermint right. to my jelly, right? The what? Mentos to my diet coke, the banana to my baseball bat, the zebra to my projector screen. Exactly. Just naming things in the room now. Objects. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, but to your point, I did basically do the exact opposite. I know. Because I came up, and I have them written down, parameters for what makes a good TV show theme song. Inform us, Jay. Well, uh, if you're writing down, get out a pen and a piece of paper. Because uh, you will be quizzed at the end of this episode. <laughs> you will. But it will be in musical form, so that's that's the good news. <laughs> um, one, it has to be singable. Okay. Like... There are some theme songs that are, like, really fun or quirky. Sure. But you can't really get – like, Arrested Development, I would say, would be one. It's just kind of like the little tones and then Ron Howard right. talking. Right. Not really singable. So would Seinfeld be a bit, be on there? Seinfeld would be one that I would consider, like, a quirky uh, – it's – spoiler alert, not on my list. Okay. But that one would fall into that – it would fall out of the parameters because it's not really singable. And it's literally well, just – jazz sounds. Right. And I've watched a documentary like with the guy who made made them uh-huh, and he uh-huh. literally just uploaded a bunch of bass and chicka chicka sounds I've seen that onto too. a keyboard yeah. and just played them. So that's not really a theme, it's a mood setter. So which technically is kind of the definition yeah. of a theme. <laughs> kind of, but you'll see. But I get what you're saying. So I I have to ask you a question uh-huh. regarding your parameters. Do your theme songs all have lyrics? Mine all do, but they didn't have to. Okay. So there's one on my list that easily could have been in the top five. It's an honorable mention. Right. But it has no lyrics, but it's incredibly recognizable. And it would have counted It's the for Doug me. theme song? It totally. Actually, I never thought about the Doug theme song. do 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 I like that you had a pork <laughs> chop in there. <laughs> no, it's not that one, but man, that could have been on there. It totally. Um, Would so, those count as lyrics? Would you consider doo-doos? those? Yeah. No. <laughs> does the doo doo count as does, lyrics? Does the scatting? Does the scatting count as lyrics? <laughs> is this the scat episode? <laughs> Top five scatting ditties. <laughs> is this one all about the pooping? <laughs> Uh, we we would only be able to talk about a Serbian film, so no, it's not that <laughs> gross. It's, Two uh, girls, one podcast. <laughs> if that's not the name of a podcast, 
It needs to copyright be. high five. Nobody else yeah, can do it. We're doing it right now. I'm mailing myself that right now. So hobo copyright. Copyright. I think that's what it's called. <laughs> I've mailed it to myself, so it's postmarked through the U.S. government, which means it's a government mark dated stamp, which means no one else can take it, and it's unopened to prove that it went through the mail. Fuck everybody Perfect. else. Hobo copyright. Wait, does, does that mean that I have to take out the memory card, put it in an envelope, seal it, address it to ourselves, mail it to ourselves, reopen it, put it back in the recorder, and play it that way? Yes. I Perfect. didn't say it'd be easy. I said hobo copyright. Perfect. <laughs> Got it. So that's Noted. what I said. All right, um, so lyrics. But yes, all of mine have lyrics. So, you know, like for me, the qualities of a great TV show theme song is singability, which helps when you have lyrics. Sure. Um, there's a couple that we'll come to. Uh, has to be memorable. Sure. You know, it can't just, like the Seinfeld one would fall out because of memorability. Okay. Like, I can sort of facsimile like a Seinfeld. Like what it sounds yeah. like-ish. Like but you don't know, know the actual like, like, the tones right. and the melody. Like we just did Doug. We knew that. Yes. That was how it went. That is exactly how it went. Um, and then the last one was how well does it actually comply with what the show's about? Ooh, okay. So that for me was actually kind <laughs> of a big factor on is it setting up the theme and story of the show? Interesting. So how well does that play in? So does it actually tie to the show? Yeah. So, so those like, are the big three For example, parameters. you... Well, I don't want to give any examples because it may be on your It might now. be. And there were a lot. That was the thing is normally when I come up with these lists, I just sit down and list out all the ones I can think of immediately. Exactly. And this one I had like 13. <laughs> and I had exactly 23 because remember, like I said, there's a, there has been at least 23 right. television shows. No, 25 television shows that I know of. Since the dawn of TV. There has been Correct. at least 23 theme songs on those television shows. And those are safe statistics to mention because they're not fake news. And then within those 23, there were at least five that I knew the lyrics to. Right. So Same for me. That's how I came up with my list. I, I like it. Uh, they're very different parameters. We use very different methods. <laughs> sure. My list will be better. I went full Jared Leto. <laughs> And I'm going full Joaquin Phoenix. I sent you used condoms <laughs> for no reason. And I ate them. <laughs> Perfect. All right. So. Is that what we keep? Is that what Joaquin Phoenix says? I bet he would if he a totally, bar called for it. Hey, speaking of both you of those people. Were, you know what? I was Joaquin never really Phoenix there. is about to be the Joker. Why Maybe. do you think I fucking made that joke? I don't know. I was telegraphing it for the audience in case they didn't understand. Well, the audience is smart enough to pick up on that, especially if they follow our Facebook profiles. Hey, what audience? <laughs> My mom. What you what you don't realize is literally all of our listens on SoundCloud not to just come from me opening the the uh, app on many different computers <laughs> right. at my work. You're just going to everyone's different IP address and right. just opening it. Literally, up. all of my coworkers come in and they're like, "I find the fuck. What the <laughs> fuck is this?" I Exit. Like, I like the idea. Counts as a listen. Counts as a <laughs> listen, does. Charles. You don't know it counts as a listen. I like the idea that you're going around doing it, so it's basically playing our podcast in a round, like row, row, row your boat. It's <laughs> like, welcome to high five the podcast. 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 I'm Q. I'm Q. I'm Q. I'm Q. <laughs> I'm Q, I'm Q, I'm J, I'm J, I'm J, I'm J, I'm J, I'm J. I like that idea. exactly like that. I like that idea. And then it ends with us all rowing. Well, you know what you could do? Maybe next time. Can I key change it? You could up our listens a little bit so we don't just like resting there at the bottom of the barrel. I didn't want you to think that it was fake listens. Fake news. I don't care if it's fake listens. Let's get some big numbers. Perfect. You got it. All right. Listeners, I have... 
all three of you, I have a request. Go through and on every computer you come in contact with, start playing an episode of High Five. I don't even care what episode it is. Steal your friend's phones, download the podcast app, and start listening. Here's what I want. I want to crash our website. (laughs) And iTunes and SoundCloud. Do it, because I am the basically the IT guy on our website. So let's Do it. totally crash Jay it and ha- ruin my day. <laughs> totally. Jay will have to fix it. It's going to be fucking hilarious. Hashtag crash high five. <laughs> uh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of doing uh, work, list. Jay, uh, why don't you start us off with the top of your list? Sure. Uh, the number five. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I'll actually give you the name of the song okay. and then see if you can figure out which show it's from. I'm into it. Um, this one should be pretty easy. The name of the song is Yo Home to Bel Air. Oh, that's Fresh Prince. Damn right it is. Uh-huh. My number five is the Fresh Prince of Bel Air theme Amazingly song. low. On your list. Well, you'll I'm going to go ahead and just expose <laughs> my list a little bit. It's a little higher. It's amazingly <laughs> low on your list, but go ahead. I'll let you finish like Kanye. Well, I, again, I'm taking in, I'm trying to be analytical about the full scope of television shows and you'll see kind of where I go from here. You'll see, <laughs> you'll see why it's at number five, but I think you're going to agree that it's definitely worthy of being on the list. Agreed. I mean, it's one of the catchiest theme songs of all time. For sure. It's easily something everybody knows. It details the story of the show to a T. Yeah, this is the story of how he became the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah. His life got turned and flipped upside down. So we'd like to take a minute, just sit right there. And he'll tell you a story about how he came to Prince of Bel-Air. Exactly! Did you see, by the way, speaking of this, on a side, did you see the SNL skit about this? Yes. It was hilarious. hilarious. It was very, very good. That where was it just fun. kept it going, and he like gets involved with gangs. And <laughs> I love drug Chris Redd, and then he's like, "And I lived in the woods by myself. <laughs> yes. I went off the grid." Yeah, uh, oh, that so was really good. funny. Also, if uh, people get a chance, so look that up. That's really hilarious. But also, uh, I, f- I forget the name of the group, but just search for. Uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air through Google Translate. Oh, I was going to bring this up if you didn't. This is one of my favorite videos ever. It's so funny. And they basically take the lyrics to Fresh Prince of Bel-Air theme song and they put it through many different languages in Google Translate and then back to English. Yeah. So to a different language, back to English. To a different language, back to English. And well, it just slowly <laughs> devolves into my, nonsense. My favorite is that it gets worse because it'll be like they'll make it into Italian and then back to English and then they'll sing it and it'll be pretty close but slightly off. Totally. But then they'll like do Italian to Norwegian to Asian <laughs> to German to back Spanish to English. to English. And by the end of it, it's just It's nonsense. like, let me tell and you the just, story of an onion in my head. Yes. It's so funny. I've probably played that video for everyone that I've ever worked with. Perfect. So that's why it... it Definitely falls on my list. Did you watch Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Oh, yeah. A lot. It was actually like uh, weekly viewing in my house. Really? So it was one of the few shows that my entire family would like get together and watch Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. See, a white family would gather to watch a black <laughs> family on television. Black TV shows matter, man. We were, <laughs> oh, shit. We were, uh, we were ahead of the curve. <clears throat> I, I, loved it. I was actually the only person in my family that really dug it. I watched it syndicated. So it would come on bef- either before or after, sometimes both, uh, Safe by the Bell. So when I would get up in the morning. When you wake up in the morning, and I don't know what the limits on the song. 
Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> Fresh Prince would come on either before or after Saved by the Bell in the mornings and in the afternoons when I got home <coughs> from school. Uh-huh. So I've seen every episode, but we didn't watch it <coughs> while it was on television because mm-hmm. I was really the only one that dug it. Um, now, I will say there were some like great episodes of that TV show. Right. Um, the, the episode where Will Smith kind of learns his dad is deadbeat. Yeah. That one's a really good one. The one where Carlton dances the Carlton, right. which actually like swept the nation. Right. <clears throat> and so anytime and they now. they did it on Dancing with the Stars every week. Brilliant. Yeah. So that's my number five. All right. You got it. That's pretty solid. I like it. Low, yeah. but I like it. Uh, so my next one is actually an older show, uh-huh. but it's the uh, the name of the song is Those Were the Days. Oh, it's the, uh, All in the Family. All in the Family. <clears throat> So again, those were the days. I love that song. Very Archie, racist television. Archie show. And, Edith, and Edith Bunk. Yeah, but that was kind of the point, though. Is what sure. you really went from all black family television show to very racist, yes. white television but show. But the thing that was really interesting about All in the Family is that it was done on purpose to portray that that type of family to basically show that look at how kind of terrible the idea of things were better when I was growing sure. up. Sure. Like, it was done almost as a parody or a satire, sure. but people just started to associate themselves with Archie Bunker and probably shouldn't have. And you got the the great acting chops of uh, Mr. Rob Reiner. You did? Who would you go did. on to direct such... Stand By Me? Uh, the Princess Bride? Spinal Tap? Spinal Tap? I mean, it was great. Uh, we also got the introduction of B. Arthur. Oh, that's in right. that show because Maud was a spinoff, spinoff of all, all the, family the family because she was the liberal leftist cousin of Edith. Wait, wasn't uh, the Jeffersons a spinoff yes, as well? It was. Because she was uh, like the elevator. Yep, that's correct. Tenant in, so, in all in the family. Wow, that like, that show really spun off a bunch of hit massive hit shows well and speaking you know not only the show yes the show was a cultural phenomenon which is part of the reason why it's a little bit higher than fresh prince of bel-air sure the other reason is that the theme song alone is so recognizable it's it's almost one of the most recognizable just two people sitting down at a piano and singing that song um i mean it's been parried family guy Totally. uses that as their now, intro, basically. Yeah, family Guy uses a parody of All in the Family as their intro and has for, you know, the 15 or 20 years Speaking they've been Speaking of SNL, too, did you see uh, Will Ferrell's episode recently? He did uh, George Bush. Oh, saying, like, don't and, forget I was a terrible president. Right, but it was him and... Um, um, wow, I can't remember her name. I feel terrible. But they did a parody of that. Did song. Leslie Jones? Did Leslie, Leslie Jones? Jones? Thank I you. Love her. They did a parody of the All in the Family. Oh, I theme didn't song. see that. Yes. No, and I so saw they it. sing it. They're talking about you know how great things. You right. know, those were the days. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was like you know, you know, you're gonna get shot if you go hunting with Cheney. And oh, stuff that's like funny. That. It's no, really I funny. missed that skit. I saw the one where he was like, "Hey, just to let you know, don't forget how I sucked as president." That was the only one I saw. Yeah, it was super good. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that for me, it's higher than um, Fresh Prince because its impact was bigger. Sure. I mean, it... I disagree with that. I feel like culturally, the Fresh Prince theme song has permeated almost everything. Like, my kids who did not watch that show and have probably never seen an episode of Fresh Prince know the theme song to the Fresh Prince. Sure, but I mean, your kids are less than 15 years old. That's what I'm saying. 
but I'm not basing it off that. I'm basing it off the history of television. I know, but I'm saying cultural. The cultural impact, I think, is stronger. There's an argument to be made. It just depends on that. I guess sure. the generation. It just depends on what about. you want to side with, white yeah. or black. I get it. Yeah, no, I, I get. You I get choose it. white. I'm choosing black. I'm choosing I get all it. in the family. No so problem. That, that's how that's how it's gonna be done. Another thing that's cool is that <laughs> you, you got a little flustered. Yeah, I'm just a kidding. Bit. This no, isn't this isn't racist. I'm joking. No, it I was know. a joke. I was actually trying to get to the point where it's like. One of the things that's neat about it is that they did it live. They recorded right. that live. Sure. And they had like seven or eight different versions of it. I got Because you. those actors always performed it. It's a which fantastic. I, which I think is great. It's a fantastic theme song. It's very memorable. I simply was just stating that I think culturally speaking that um, Fresh Prince has permeated more of like pop cultures like and, and you're fine to have that opinion even though it's wrong but you that's know fine. whatevs whatevs that's whatevs which whatevs you know what now that you've kind of shit on my number four how about you do i shit on your number five your you number four is fine my number five. i did yeah. i just think you should have maybe switched them maybe maybe i should but i think that i think the other ones are, are, are great that's fair so all right so you're giving it you're, you're tossing the football tossing, back to I'm me tossing it over i'm changing the channel to Q's list. And I'll kick it off with my number five, which is the Adams Family theme song. That's one of my honorable mentions. Uh, they're creepy and they're kooky. Do, 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 do. They're all together ooky. They're the Adams Family. It That one was so hard. That, that was literally one of the first ones I wrote down. For me, <clears throat> this song has kind of taken on a life of its own. Yeah. Uh, I, this song references for me, I'll sing it if somebody's being weird or spooky, <laughs> uh, or all together kooky. Yeah. They're the yes. Adams family. MC hammer did an amazing cover of this song. I for, totally forgot about that. Yeah, totally, he did for the Adams family movie yeah. that came out. Um, all in all this movie, I mean, Adams family as a whole is great. I know right. we're not talking shows here. But I mean, you've got Sean. A I mean, John Aston. <laughs> Sean. <laughs> you've got Sean, Mr. Samwise Gamgee, <laughs> as the pedophilias of the Adams Clan. Uh, no, you've got John Aston, his yeah. dad, who is an amazing. Oh, it's great. Gomez Adams. Um, only I, I, I would mean, say surpassed by Raul, Raul Julia. Julia. Raul owns that role so hard. Sure, totally, but. They, Way better than a street. The theme song was so beloved that they even worked it yeah. in. They did an updated version. Um, but it's one of those where it also tells the concept it does. of the show. It tells you exactly what you're watching. Um, let, let me. I, I even pulled up the lyrics here because it's pretty simple. Uh, they're creepy and they're kooky, mysterious and spooky, altogether ooky. I'm still trying to figure out what ooky is. I think it's more <laughs> like like ew, that's ooky, like gross. But yeah. I'm not 100% on that. Uh, their house is a museum when people come to see them. They really are a scream. That was a stretch. <laughs> they stretched lyrically on that one. The Adams Family. So get a witch's shawl on, a broomstick you can crawl on. We're going to pay a call on the Adams Family. It, it, it literally tells you exactly what the show is, which is great. Yeah. So that is why it's my number five. It's up there. I think some of the ones that I list uh, obviously ranked higher than these, but I feel like it's a good way to set the tone for the rest of my list. 
I like it. I, I mean, it? I like it a lot. Like I said, that one was a really, really high honorable mention sure. for me. And I wanted to find a place on my list for it. It just didn't it couldn't do it. quite fit. I respect but it. But man, it's so good. Just the whole... You can go to almost anywhere and go... And everyone will already know. Like, they'll pick it up immediately. Even better. I think you could probably just go... And everyone will... The do the double snap. 100%. It's great. And I remember when I was growing up, I used to play the Uncle Fester NES video game. Do you oh, remember that? Yeah. Where I it was, totally it was almost forgot like about that. Zombies ate my neighbors. It was right. like the above yeah. you. You were just Uncle Fester, Fester walking around the neighborhood. I totally forgot about that. I used that. to play that game all the time. That's solid. It was, Did it have like an 8-bit version of the theme song? Oh, yeah. Of course. Like a... Yeah, I love it. I'm it was great. It. it was a fun game. Um, so that's my number five, Adam's Family theme song. I like it. My number four, we're once again going back to my childhood here. Uh-huh. You'll see a theme. A lot of stuff from my childhood. My formative years were very important to me. They were formative, you may say. Uh, my number four is the Muppet Show theme song. Is it? Yeah, hell yeah it is. That's my number three. Is it? Yeah. I love it. You've redeemed yourself. I'm into it. You see how it. strong the list is? Totally. It gets so strong. Now, this one is another one that it tells you exactly what's happening. Well, I mean, so it's, it's, they're getting ready to start a variety show. Well, and because it's time to play the music. It's time to light the lights. It's time to meet the Muppets. On the Muppet Show tonight. It's time to put on makeup. <laughs> it's time to dress up right. It's time to raise that curtain. On the Muppet, Muppet show, show tonight. tonight. Yeah. It's it's fucking awesome. I loved the Muppet Show so much. Yeah, same here. Growing up, I had uh, when they released it on DVD. I picked up DVD copies of it. I watched it to no end. I'm a diehard Henson fan. It was it was amazing. It it I still am a diehard Henson fan. I yeah. work for a company that literally builds puppets now. I know it's amazing. I, well, that's the thing, and and I'll you know I'll say some of my notes about the Muppet Show theme now since I've already ruined it. It's my number three, but it was one of those that not only was the Muppet Show, in my mind at least the you know my formative years sort of revolutionary that meta idea of you're watching a show happen like be put on totally, and then the theme not only was super catchy which it is totally, um, but told it was also sort of meta you know oh, the, totally. the, and the, the more if you look up all the lyrics to the opener it really gets into that whole meta idea of this is a show within a show and this is a theme song to a show that's you're about to oh, see absolutely and i love that but then just the dun 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 it's just so it ekes into your brain. It was number three on my list mainly because one, I love this show, and a lot of times the, the shows on my list or this list in particular, oh, haven't been my favorite. There's just theme songs are great. This one happened to be a great show with a great theme song, and it matched all the parameters. Now I do have to ask you, um, considering that you and I are both big loser nerds, um, did you check out the Green album that got released? <clears throat> a couple years back, I think it was to promote that new the new Muppet movie when with Jason Siegel when that came out. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but the Green Album basically had really famous Muppet songs redone by yes. current bands. And OK Go did a version of this song 
which is amazing. Really? <clears throat> totally. I remember listening to that album. I think um, I listened a lot to the Rainbow Connection cover. Oh, yeah. Because that one was really, 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 good. really, really good. I forgot that OK Go did But this OK one. Go did this, and it's great. It's um, super great. What's the other song that's from The Muppet Show that's that doesn't really have any... Doesn't Menomina? Really, yeah. Menomina. Menomina. I wish that was the thing. Menomina. 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 Nope, we're not going to go on all day. Although we could totally go on all day. So that's my number four. And that's my number three. So... So that's off. To, we're off to a good start. We are. We are. We are. We're holding hands and skipping into the TV eternity. Well, and I, I need a. I, I'm a bit parched. We've been singing a lot. I also so am parched. Let's take a quick commercial break. People what? can listen to some of these things. We songs. will drink each other's spit and then. Uh, Wait. What? Gross. All right. High five. High five. If this could be an entire episode of just me listening to you sing, I'd be so on board. I wouldn't have any lyrics. I would just like describe what I'm doing. I'm like reaching for my teeth. What's funny is you, you know how sometimes they say like everybody has one good song in them. Have you ever heard that? Like I haven't because I don't. I have one good song. No, you don't. You, (laughs) you, uh, if people would go back to a deep cut in High Five, there was an episode where we did a commercial for Taft the Musical <laughs> in which you wrote <laughs> every song on the spot. Yeah. And I have discovered 
that you just reuse those same melodies and tone <laughs> in every single fake song that yeah. you make up. It sounds the same. Yeah. So you have one good musical in you. Taft the musical. A full musical. Because you wrote... There. I don't know if you know this, but in that commercial, you wrote several songs. I do remember that because it was hard. It was. It strained me you on an emotional it. level. I think that it has just like permanently embedded itself in your soul. That is the song if of your I'm, heart. If I'm being completely honest, they were probably already there. Taft just gave me an avenue in which I could put lyrics to them. Oh, shit. That Taft the musical he was, basically, was big. He was basically was your... Uh, your he was my muse. Your Alexander Hamilton. He was. He took the song that was in your heart and brought it to life. Yeah. I mean, that was, I was telling the story of that night. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You're not going to give, you're not throwing away your shots. No, for sure. For sure. Uh, You know how, what's crazy is you could get a lot of big gigs off of that though. Like Lin-Manuel went on. Now he's basically partners with Disney. They're throwing him in everything. He's doing Moana. I think you have a solid shot at getting with Fox Kids Cartoon Network. I agree. I think I'm going to get I'm going to hopefully start an animated version of the DCEU. Perfect. Quality will be just as the same, probably a little bit better than the cinematic universe. All um, music. I'm really yes, it's every one of them's going to be musicals like I'm Green Lantern, I'm from another planet. You know, yep. it's going to be great. Ready? Suicide Squad. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Ready? Batman v Superman. Go. This movie sucks. This uh, I was hoping you'd be like, Martha, <laughs> Martha, you can say- you hear me? Why did you say Martha? <laughs> That's my mom's name. That's my mom's name, too. <laughs> We're best friends. Alexander Graham Bell. <laughs> I love it. Perfect. You have a bright career when, when High Five fades into obscurity, which it will. Never, <laughs> never, which it will never do. Is the end oh, of this sentence. I got you. Sorry, You're I cut to it say. off too soon. Yeah, you did. I'm gonna edit you saying that out, so don't worry. Um, you have a very bright future ahead of you. Is what I, I'm trying I to think, say, Jay. I think I do. And I because I of that, too. because of your First ex- point, <laughs> because of your extreme musical knowledge, I would like you to drop your three, two, and one on me. All right. Well, three, you already know. It's the Muppet Show. Yes. Um. So I'll skirt right on past that bar chord and land on my number two. Perfect. Um, this one, the song name isn't really going to give away the show, so you'll have to guess. Um, mm. The song is The Ballad of Gilligan's Island. Oh, shit. Can you guess the show? Get Smart? Yes. Perfect. <laughs> no, it's Gilligan's Island. Of course. Come on, the Gilligan's Island thing. Yeah, sit right there and you'll hear a tale. A tale of a fateful ship. That, I don't it know. It started from this tropic point. Yeah. Aboard, aboard this, this tiny, tiny ship. ship. Yep. The mate was mighty sailing man. The skipper brave and sure. Five passengers set sail that day for th- three hour tour. You know what? I a just had a brilliant idea, Jay. Tour. I had a brilliant idea. You know, we've been talking about uh, band camp options or Patreon yeah. stuff to do, right? I think we should put out a high five spoken word TV theme songs album. <laughs> we just read it like like a William Shatner s. Exactly. But so we can I'll, do I'll it. Just try it right here. Yeah. The weather started getting rough. The tiny ship was tossed. If not for the courage of the fearless crew, the minnow would have been lost. The minnow would have been 
That it's was, powerful stuff. That shit was fucking a powerful. Three-hour tour. A it was three-hour It was. So, no, I love it. So for our Patreon subscribers, which our page doesn't exist yet, if you sign up for our $25 a month plan, you'll get my spoken word album of TV show theme songs. I love it. I'm into it. Yeah. I want to hear more of it. Awesome. Um, now, an interesting thing. Uh, Gilligan's Island, for me, it was... That one, I think, has made a huge cultural impact. The whole three-hour tour thing. Everyone knows the Gilligan's Island theme song. I feel like you know it's been on syndication oh, for, for, sure. for decades. For sure. It does meet the parameters. It's an unbelievably singable and Absolutely. Memorable. It tells the exact story. <laughs> it basically works as a preamble it does. to the show. It's an exposition in theme song form. You want to know something even more interesting I found out about this? I do. The pilot episode, the original theme, uh-huh. was a Calypso theme because they didn't have this version yet. What? And it was orchestrated by John Williams. What? That John Williams. It could, like Star Wars John Williams? Yes. Like Indiana Jones? Yes. Like Harry Potter like John e. Williams? John Williams. What the fuck? He orchestrated and wrote the original theme song to Is Gilligan's there a version Island. of this that exists? Probably, yeah, if you can find the old pilot. It's like a Calypso version, and then they used that, and it became like the the three-hour tour song after they had that written. I love that so much. So, again, just the clout of this song, the... You know, we talked. We kind of argued earlier about cultural impact, or you know, however that may land. But the fact that this show came out so many decades ago and is still so memorable. I mean, come on, the Gilligan's Island theme song had to be up there. I, not that I didn't believe you, but I wanted to find a copy uh-huh. of this. Did you know that back then he you was not Johnny by Johnny Williams? Johnny Williams, good old, good old Johnny, Johnny Williams. Williams. That is fucking brilliant. I love it. Right there, it established, it puts it in the number two spot. It's amazing. Like right there. Originally orchestrated by Johnny Johnny Williams Williams. (laughs) of E.T. and Star Wars fame. Wow. Amazing. I'm so into it. Yeah. That's a solid choice, man. Thank you. That is is definitely a super memorable theme to a fine, decent show. Well-loved show. But the theme song is what makes that show. Well, and honestly, for me... I think the theme song may outlive the show itself. Like, people oh, will for remember sure. the Professor and the Mary Ann here on Gilligan's Isle. He, that will last longer than people's memory of plot points or episodes from the show. Totally. Um, now, I also read something interesting that the Professor and Mary Ann line uh-huh. got changed in the first season. It just listed off the like the main crew and it said, and the rest. And what? The, the actors who were the professor and Marianne petitioned the show to be like, can you put us in the theme song? Like, we're the only two people not in the theme song. And they're like, no, we're not going to do that. And they're like, well, then we're going to walk. And they're like, no, 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 don't leave the show. We'll put you in the theme <laughs> the song. The professor <laughs> and Marianne that's, here. It, on, is that why it's at the end? Yes, like that? It's just like, that's literally why it's a slug at the very end. It's because they're like, no, no, don't leave. We'll put you in the theme song. And they were like, no, we want you to put us in the one, the original one by we're Johnny Williams. Be, we're on every line of the theme song. <laughs> we want it just to be like, listen here and you hear a tale <laughs> about Professor and Marianne. <laughs> a three-hour Marianne. <laughs> <laughs> I want this version now. I want somebody to go back <laughs> and word. just cut 
everyone else's name <laughs> out, out and of only put in the professor and Marianne. <laughs> With Marianne, the professor too, the Marianne and professor, the professor, the professor and Marianne, here on Gilligan's no, Marianne, here on Marianne and Professor's Isle. We're so I want dumb. that. I love it. Well, now it's recorded for all the world to hear, so. Posterity. There you go. Also, this version made by Johnny Williams. <laughs> Right. All right. So I like it, man. <coughs> Solid number two. So that you know what that means. We've come to your number one. We've come to my number one. Okay. We've come to the end of the road. So this one, again, as I've as I've said on the show so far, these aren't my favorite shows of all time. Favorite just, shows of all time? Just no. That's a that's a different list. Got it. Um, this one is you know only theme song. So this one is a pretty big show. Um, I think this theme song is one that permeated our culture and mm. still exists a lot today, even though the show's not talked about as much. Sure. And it's Where Everybody Knows Your Name. Where it's Everybody Knows Your Name. Che- I think, personally for me, the Cheers theme song is the best television so- show theme song of all time have you looked at the lyrics of this lately they're weird they are weird i was listening to this before they're, we got together to record they're weird as shit on, honestly there are a couple different versions that i found online and the original version even talks about like the socks losing and ruining your day and, and then one is like you realize that your husband wants to be a woman yes <laughs> what have is, you heard that? No. Yes, there's a lyric, and it's like your husband is a woman now, or your wife is a man, or something. It literally, it's like a joke about like cross-dressing, I guess. That's no, I didn't yeah. find that version. Yeah, go ahead. Um, but anyway, I just think that there's something about this show's theme song that not only was memorable because everybody, you know, making your way in the world today takes everything you got. Totally. Everybody kind of knows that melody. Um, it does apply to the show's, you know, theme is like going, you know, the, the world kind of sucks. Life is terrible. Um, but going somewhere where people know who you are and you're familiar and, and, you know, you're always welcome. And that's what the cheers bar is. Here we go. Did you find that lyric? I did. You ready? Okay. Yes. All right. Roll out of bed. Mr. Coffee's dead. The morning's looking bright and your shrink ran off to Europe. And didn't even write. And your husband wants to be a girl. Wow. <laughs> I was what? like, what? No. I was listening to the theme song. And I was like, these are all bad things. This really sucks. And it was like, and your husband wants to be a girl. You know how that fucks up your day? I was <laughs> like, like, what? What? Why is that in the Why is that in the the, the chorus about laundry? <laughs> right. Like, oh, no, I mixed my reds and whites. Um. I yeah, I'm actually looking this up now too, and it looks like that was only in season one, and yeah. then they just changed it to the one everybody because knows. they realized that eight that's incredibly insensitive weird. and weird. I doubt it being insensitive had anything to do with it in the late seventies, early eighties. Currently, it's incredibly insensitive and oh, weird. Of course, of course, that's it why is. it sh- took me. It was so shocking <laughs> listening to it. That actually reminds me. Quick side note: uh, recently watched Princess Bride. On yeah. VHS. I told Great. you at the end it had the comic relief thing. 
Speaking of un-PC things that were okay during the 80s, <laughs> there is literally a bit where Robin Williams and... Uh, Robin Williams and the Princess Bread? No. It, in the comic relief oh, ad. Oh, at comic the end, relief. And Billy Crystal are talking, and because it's a telethon. Right. And Billy Crystal makes a joke, and he's like, go ahead and call in now, because, you know, we're standing by. And Robin Williams is like, yeah, and talking black for no reason. And I was like, whoa, whoa Robin. Whoa. Robin, no. And then Billy Crystal is just like, yeah. And then Bill, Robin Williams proceeds to continue. And he's like, yeah, let me ask you a question. And I was like, whoa. Like, this is horribly and uncomfortable. Did, and then did Robin Williams lean in and go, George Bush doesn't understand black people. <laughs> Probably, Yes. Yes. And then exactly all of a sudden, Bobcat Goldthwait comes in from the side in a shower, and he's like, is it time for me yet? And they're like, no, it's weird. <laughs> Get out of here. I just thought that was funny. It was a that weird side note. very that I had weird. To, it was weird. The it 70s was jarringly were weird. A weird time. It was. This was they 87. Were. This was <laughs> Comic Relief 1987. This was an odd time. Yeah, odd we're time just here taking world. your phone calls and talking like black people. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> no. No, Robin. <laughs> well, okay. Let me clarify a lot on this. I am only referencing the Cheers theme song, the one that's my number one, as the non-offensive season two and further theme song, Got it. which everyone is familiar with. Or wouldn't you like to get away where go where so everybody knows your name? Right. That theme song. Sure. That's the one that I think is the best TV show theme song of all time. Now, reasons for this one. It's <laughs> reasons. Very memorable. Uh -huh. Everybody knows it. It won an Emmy in 1983 Amazing. for for its creation and and theme of the show. Sure. It's also been named the best theme song of all time by Rolling Stone and TV Guide. Nice. So it has some clout and weight behind it. Sure. Cheers was never my favorite show, mainly because I'm not my dad. Um, it was his <laughs> favorite show. But that theme song has always stuck in my head. Where everybody knows your name. Dun, 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 dun. And it's a good ass song too. Like the Gilligan's Island theme song it's is good. fun. Sure, but you wouldn't listen to it on the radio. Right. I would listen to this song on the radio. I totally respect it as your number one. Also, because you and I had very different criteria for sure. what made our lists. Um. So definitely will not be found on my <laughs> list. Which is which is fine because it's a great song, but it's not a show that I cared about, and it's, it's not, not something not that personally resonated with not you at all. Which is fine, and that's actually the benefit of. But us I respect having it. different parameters because it means we just get to talk about more things. Exactly, and I respect the hell out of your list, man. Well, so you. would you mind running back through it? Of for course, me real of quick? course, of course. Uh, you know, number five was uh Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yep, into uh, it. Number four was where did it go all uh, in the family it was all in the family those were the days number three was the muppet show theme from the muppet show number two was the ballad of gilligan's island from gilligan's island perfect and number one is where everybody knows your name from from cheers, cheers. solid and then i definitely have some honorable mentions that if you don't mention i want to at least bring up okay perfect one so. of which is the fraser theme song no uh, but uh, I do. Chop salad like and scrambled eggs. They're calling again. Uh, uh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. So, my, so, but we need. I need your list now. You're yes. Three, two, and one. My number three uh -huh. is huh? Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo. Doo. Where are you? We've got, got some work to do, do now. Oh, Scooby. man, that's a good one. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. That's a really good one. Man. Come on, Scooby-Doo. I see you. Yeah, I'm into it. Scrappy-Doo. 
it's it was literally one of my favorite shows growing up. It's a great show. And this resonates with me even more because cute story about Q. Aw, uh, a cute a story. Cute story. Um, my mom used to call me Scooby. Scooby Dooby Q. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. I am now forever gonna call you Scooby Dooby Q. Uh huh. And or Cubie Dooby Doo. Or Cubie Doo. That's really that's what she called me. I'm Q-B-Doo. calling you Cubie Doo from and, now on. And she used to sing that song. When she was looking for me. So she'd be Q-B- like, QB dooby doo, where are you? Yeah. Got, got some, some homework to do now. now. Yeah. She would always do that. I like your mom. She's pretty great. Uh, so it it holds such a place oh, of course. in my heart. I'm surprised that's not higher. Uh, well, my mom's not that great. Oh, okay. so <laughs> She's sort of a loser. Yeah, yeah. She's pretty much the worst. Well, you know, we, we hate her. Uh, as I, We collectively hate her as I find. We've come to a, a corporate decision. We, put, we pushed we a memo. We took a vote. She falls it on the negative a, it side. It had a quorum. It's negative. She's it's not out. good. It's she, not good. It's not she's good. off the island. We've got to we let you go. her off the island. We've got to let you go. Uh, I'm sorry. So, so you're, yeah. you're fired. You. She is totally fired. She's fake news. She is fake news. Fake mom. She's fake news. Uh, so, uh, yes, Scooby-Doo is one of those things. Now, here's the thing, too. This theme has also been covered a million oh, times, times by a bunch of different versions of the show and different bands. I don't know who did it, but I used to have a CD that was like cartoon theme songs, yeah. and they were done by punk bands. And the like, the Ramones did a cover of the Spider-Man theme song, and the Scooby-Doo song was on there, and I loved that that version of that song. Oh, I am. Do you know what CD I'm talking about? I, I think do. you've seen it at my house. I, I do. still have it, actually. I do, I do, I do, and I'm trying to do find do. it. I'm trying to find it for you. Uh, it's called Saturday Morning. Yes. And Man, that CD was great. Scooby-Doo was done by... This is enthralling do, podcast do, do, stuff. Do, 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 do. This is what we do. It was covered by Matthew Sweet. Oh, yeah. Man, I loved that version. Matthew yeah. Sweet had a really good song on, on the first Guitar Hero game, too. Really? Yeah. Into it. So, everybody go check this out, because this is actually awesome Saturday morning cartoon theme songs, all just covered by it's punk bands. It's fantastic. It's called, the album is called Saturday Morning Cartoon's Greatest Hits. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, I also remember, this is a weird thing, but we used to watch when, when E was really, really small. Did you ever watch the new Scooby-Doo show? That ran for like three or four seasons. That actually had a through line. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they were it was they lived Scooby-Doo in Mysteries Inc. Mysteries Inc. Yeah, yep. that one was pretty good. It was great. Like they lived in the same town. They referenced the old show totally. a whole bunch. Matthew Lillard has officially replaced uh, Casey Kasem yeah. as the voice and of Scooby-Doo. He's great. He is. He's great as Shaggy. Um, or yeah, Shaggy. sorry, Shaggy. He's great as Shaggy, but I really liked that show. Now the theme song was completely different, totally. which was kind of a bummer. But everything else about that show was pretty top notch. Pretty awesome. Not gonna lie. So it's my number three. I like Scooby Doo theme song. What a number what three. a great choice. I'm bummed I didn't think of it. Well, I'm bummed you didn't think of it as well. Uh, my number two. Ooh, I'm excited. I know Fresh Prince is on here somewhere, but I don't know where. Dun 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 dun. My number two. Huh. 
is the Batman 66 theme song. Oh, well, of course. Why didn't I guess that? I should have known that. Of course it is. The na 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 Batman! Yeah. We yeah. taught our daughter that song, so I I don't know why I didn't think of that for you. It literally is once again it, but unfortunately that's pretty much all the lyrics. Yeah, it's just da 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 tells you everything you need to know but, about the I mean, series. Really what you need to know is that, you know, there's Batman, and but there's then there's some, some na-na-na-nas. There's some na-na-nas. And then there's some dramatic And there's more Batman, followed by more Batman. Some, some na-na-na-nas. Yeah. So um, I, I love it. So for me, as you know, and the our two listeners, two and a half R2-D2. listeners, uh, know that I'm a huge... Batman 66 is my, my jam. Batman. You have it tattooed on your Adam arm. West, totally. Adam West is my Batman, R.I.P. Um, and so this theme song is one of those theme songs. It's just so simple. Yeah. And it's so catchy. It's sort of like the Mission Impossible theme song. Like, totally. You kind of just know it. Oh, for know? sure. Absolutely. Like you may 100%. not remember you may not have watched the show. You may not have like really paid attention to the the pop culture around it. Right. But you know that's done. Dun, 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 exactly. Dun. You know that. And you know the na 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 Batman. Batman. And what's funny is this is one of those songs that transcends the melody. Mm-hmm. If you just say na 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 na, people will go Batman. Yeah. There is literally uh, one of my favorite stand up comedians, Bo Burnham, has in one of his specials, he has the, the gag is he sets up a joke and then he says something different than what the audience is expecting. He's like, oh, you thought I was going to do this? No, 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 no. Batman. <laughs> and the, but that's the gag. Yeah. And everybody cracks up because it's literally that simple. It is just a sting and a tag and it's done. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's so great. I love it. It's it's a great theme song. I don't know why I didn't predict that it would be on your list. So that's my number two, man. I kind of know what you And my number about. one... <laughs> Is is the, is the Boy Meets theme? World theme? Oh, I thought it. Wait, wait. wait. <coughs> Which season of Boy Meets World? I'm just kidding. It's Fresh Prince. <laughs> of course, it's Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Of course, it is. Um, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, man. This fucking song. It's great. Is the shit. It's great. it's been parodied. It's a great song. It's amazing. It's it's been covered in every possible format. Yeah. It has one of my favorite. It's it you know bred one of my favorite internet videos, which is the Google Translate thing. Exactly. Um, I I couldn't agree more with your choice. I'm glad that I at least had it on my list somewhere. It's, I mean, you're right. It's great. It's great. So what's funny though is I find it interesting that we had it at literally polar ends yeah. of our list. It was your number five, and it was my number one. Well. In all fairness, though, we had different, you know, stipulations for our lists. So sure. In the historical context of TV show themes, I would say Cheers has kind of a, a bigger mantle than Fresh Prince. But in our lifetimes, for personal enjoyment and what we know, oh, of course, Fresh Prince. Sure. Like, so based on the parameters that we were judging by, I'm just glad it was on both of our lists, to be, oh, com- be completely honest. Totally agreed. So yeah, I mean, there's no if if ands or buts about it. It had to be 
number one on my well, list. Well, since it was number one on your list yeah. and number one on mine, we basically sang the Muppet Show theme song because we both had it on our list. Should we sing Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? I think we should. You ready? Yeah. All right. I'm going to start it off. Oh, you we, you need the music? I don't need the music. No, we're not doing the music. music. We're not okay. doing the music. I, I want I want the actual lyrics here. Okay. I want to make sure that I know what I'm saying. <laughs> you ready? Oh, yeah. All right. Now this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. And I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there. i tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air. In West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playground is where I spend most of my days. Chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool. And now shooting some b-ball outside of the school with a couple of guys. They were up to no good. Started making trouble in my neighborhood. I got in one little fight and my mom got scared. She said, you're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. Now, do you know the full song? Yeah, they're the, you're going to have to lead it, but do you, I do. You know the, uh, I begged and I pleaded with her oh. day after day, but no, she packed my know. suitcase and sent me no. away. She gave me a kiss and then she gave me my ticket. I put my Walkman on and said, I might as well kick it. <laughs> dun, 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 boom. First class, yo, this is bad. Drinking orange juice out of champagne glass. Is this what the people of Bel Air living like? Hmm, this might be all right. <laughs> That's pretty great. Now I'm living in the woods. Uh, but wait, I hear they're prissy, bourgeois, and all that. Is this the type of place that they just send this cool cat? Get jiggy with it. I don't think so. I'll see when I get there. I hope they're prepared for the Prince of Bel Air. Boom. Almost there. Still going, though. <laughs> Boom. Bada, bom, well, bom, the plane bom. landed, and when I came out, there was a dude who looked like a cop standing there with my name out. <laughs> that was a weird <laughs> phrasing. I ain't trying to get arrested yet. I just got here. I sprang with the quickness like lightning disappeared. <laughs> what? These all sound made up. Nope. Here we go. And, and I whistled for a cab, and when it came near, the license plate said fresh, and there was dice in the mirror. If anything, I thought that this cab was rare, but I thought, nah, forget it. Yo, home to Bel Air. I pulled up to the house about seven or eight, and I yelled to the cabbie, yo, home, smell you later. I looked at my kingdom. I was finally there to sit on my throne as the Prince of Bel Air. I feel good about us. Me too. Yeah. And after these messages, we won't be back. Making your way in the world today takes everything you've got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. And they're always glad you came. Troubles are all the same You want to be where everybody knows your name You want to go where people know People are all the same You want to go where everybody knows your name We have reached the end of another High Five, the podcast episode. It's time to lock up the writer's room and rest comfortably, knowing we knocked out another great list of things you should be watching. 
If the guys didn't mention your favorites this week in their lists, you can harass them by emailing them at my5 at highfivethepodcast.com. That's M-Y-F-I-V-E at H-I-G-H-F-I-V-E-T-H-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot com. Got that? Or connecting with them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash high five the podcast on Twitter at high the number five the podcast Instagram at high five the podcast or on Letterboxd by searching high five colon the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play or wherever else you listen to podcasts and drop the show a five-star rating to show us some love. What's the worst that could happen? (laughs) Farting your skeleton out of your body? Maybe. See you next week. And that's a wrap, everybody. Cut, Casper. That's a wrap. Cut, printed. What happened to the next reel? Cut. Okay, that's a print. Okay, cut. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, people. Now let's get the hell out of here. Psst. Hey, you. You made it to the end of the podcast. And guess what? There's a little something at the end of the credits. And for those of you that didn't make it, go five yourself. Now this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. And I like to think I'm in it, just sit right there. Tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel-Air. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air theme song. These are lyrics that we've heard a million times. But have we ever heard the lyrics to this song after they're put in Google Translate? Probably not, because that's ridiculous, and I have no idea why anyone would do that. But that's what we're all about at CDZA. So let's take the lyrics to the song and put it in Google Translate, and we'll translate it to the world's most spoken language, Mandarin Chinese. We'll take the results and then translate it back into English. All right, this is what the song would sound like. Let's do it. Chinese, Spanish, Hindi, Arabic, and Portuguese. We're gonna take the lyrics and then translate it back to English. This is what it's gonna sound like.
you're thinking, what happens when the song is translated through every single language in Google Translate? All 64 of them. Oh! What happened? Let's find out. Take it away.